This is Zach with Gallon Few. We're here to do a podcast, and um, this podcast is pretty special. We got um, a gold star dad on the on the conversation with us. So, Sean, introduce yourself. My name is Sean Marceau. I'm an enrolled member of the Blackfeet Nation. I'm Scott Pipacani on the Blackfeet Confederacy, and I was born in Montana, and I was raised here on, in the Yakima Valley. I um, joined the Marine Corps. Oh, I went to all Indian boarding school, and uh, and while I was in there, I kind of found myself, because at a public school, it was like really rough, and I wasn't catching what I was, um, I, I, just, I just wasn't fitting in, in public school. Then I got shipped off to boarding school, and I did, I did my five years and graduated, <laughs> and then, and then I joined the uh, joined the Marine Corps, and uh, at that time, and this is in 1990 when I graduated and I joined the Marine Corps, and I um, I scored like the lowest you could possibly score to get in. I took the ASVAB like five times, and I finally joined, and I went infantry, and um, you know. The day after I enlisted, Desert Shield began, and so it, it was a, it was an eye opener for me because you know you you talk about your your um, you know your <clears throat> you know your you you become a man real quick, you know because I was still a little kid, and but once I knew you know wartime was coming, it was like okay, ro- Roger that, and during my tenure, you know we had. Uh, Operation Gothic Serpent, which was, you know, the, the Rangers in Somalia uh, in 1993, October 5th and 6th of 1993. And, um, you know, I've, I've been all over the world and I, you know, I've I seen a lot of stuff. Um, when, I was, uh, when I was a young guy, when I was about 15, 16, I met this young gal and... Uh, <laughs> she was uh she's what I wanted. She, she, I knew what she wanted and after I after I got out of the Marine Corps um she we we happened to meet each other. We were like we were like ships passing in the night and then we uh, we got together and we're still together today. Her name's Faye and uh, my wife. So how long has that been? Uh 1995. So whoever's whoever's listening to that Marines and math don't mix. So just go yeah. ahead and today's t- you know we're in 2019. So just do the math. Yeah, and eat your crayons. There you go. And, uh, and and do your math. So we we've been together since that since that long. Awesome. Um, you know Joe's our and then uh, so let me interrupt you there. So um, all right. So for those listening, my name is Zach Zabalos. I served with First uh, Battalion, Fifth Marines, Alpha Company, Third Platoon. In 2011, we deployed to Sangin, Afghanistan. During our time there, we ended up um, enduring the loss of 17 Marines. One of those Marines was uh, Lance Corporal Joe M. Jackson. And Joe is a son of Faye and Sean. And so from then, uh, that was 2011, we've been connected very, you know, very closely, very intimately. And um, essentially, I want to say that the, our whole entire platoon was adopted by Sean and Faye. And so we, we've been through some hardships uh, together. We've all kind of been there together. So um, as a cliche sound, uh, saying may be through something really negative and really ugly, you know, hard experience that happened, something really beautiful is coming out of it. Something sure. uh, significant, emotional 
but a positive thing is coming out of it altogether. And so <clears throat> Sean and I got connected in 2018 at a at the annual memorial for Joe. Yeah. And then we were talking about veterans and the Native American veterans. And when we went to a local VFW, I personally saw several veterans on the streets. Um, and I didn't know they were vets. I just was, somebody told me um, inside the VFW, like, yeah, there's just veterans sleeping on the streets. And from what Sean told me, it was the mentality of you go to war, you go military, you go to war, you come home, you suck it up, you did, you did your job. And now you continue your life to what whatever extent it is, what business, personal life, whatever. You just kind of let whatever happened, you let, you let it go. And I thought that was a problem. And I think I'm pretty sure you thought it was too, right? Well, for sure. So um, I brought that news back to my, uh, to my boss, Carl Monger. He's the executive director and founder of Gallant Few. And then I want to say oh, mid-August. August, September. Any, yeah, August, September. What late summer, fall time? Yeah, we we got with Carl and we officially kicked off Medicine Wheel Society. Um, so what's that about? Well, let me let me let me backtrack just just a hair if it will. You know, we go back to 2011, and we're in Sangin. You know, and I say we because our heart was with Joe. You know, um, as he was the first one killed in Afghanistan and we didn't even have time to even be afraid as a family you know it was like we were just getting ready to be afraid uh we just finished up Faye's birthday and um these marines show up at our front door and it's uh it, it was it was most horrible devastating time in our <clears throat> life you know those 10 days until Joe got home it was like unbelievable it, it just it was just mind-boggling it was just it destroyed us matter of fact if you told me what happened in those 10 days i couldn't tell you unless it was recorded and then we went to we went to um you know that that entire year by, by the time you guys come back you guys come back in november i believe it was I, I'm, I'm sure it was november you guys came back and um we were the only gold star family that showed up for you guys's return and you know and then and you know, I'm Blackfeet, so in, in, in my way is Joe's spirit was still with y'all. He was still with you until you got back. So I knew we had to get there. Faye and I can attest to this. Though. We had to get there. And sitting next to me is Adam Eastman. And, and we'll, we'll follow through on Adam Eastman. He was sitting next to me, and he's, he's a God-fearing person. His family is, is a God-fearing family. And... He knew when to talk, when not to talk, when to be there, when not to be there. And he was just, he was just really, he knew when to hug us, when not to hug us. He knew that, who we were. So, they released y'all. And the first thing I do is uh, do, um, you know, when, when they, you guys marched up and they said, you know, battalion dismissed. Some, something to that mm -hmm. order. And I yelled out loud, Joe, it's time to come home. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, I'm bringing him back home. It's coming, you come with me, we'll take you back home. But that's when I first met you. Mm -hmm. That's when I first met, you know, all, all the guys. And oh. people would leave their family and say, hey, I got the Marceau's 
they're here. We got to go see them. Jackson's Jackson's family's yeah. here. We got to go see them, which was overwhelming for us because it was it was like you know you haven't seen your family in so long, but you're you're going out of your way to come see us now. Mm -hmm. And for us, it was just a release of let's bring Joe home. Mm. So we do that. We come home, and we talk about being lost. Um, you know, come back, and you know, as we talk about Medicine Wheel Society, is um, we know a lot of these veterans come back. I got a I got a a young Marine that got back, and he was dealing with a lot of bad stuff, and uh, <clears throat> he was he was a combat what, what do you call him combat engineer or a uh, combat camera guy combat camera, and and I call him Soul Stealer. You know, because yeah, they're yeah, taking we, pictures and stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is pretty cool. And uh, this is going to help him because he's he's he sees that he's not. He, it almost feels like he's not the only native out there that's alone. You know. So I'm going to interrupt Sean right there. So for those who might be listening right now or who might have shared this podcast, um, one, I encourage you to do so, and I I think you know I think you for doing it. Gallant Fuse mission basically is to help veterans transition from the military into the civilian community successfully and smoothly um, and to build a life of hope, of hope and purpose. But at the same time, we want vet to uh, we want to help veterans to be connected. We want to educate them, but most importantly, we want to empower them. We want veterans to leave the military. As the leaders they were in the military, we want them to be leaders in the civilian community, whether it's politically, whether it's spiritually, whether it's professionally, it doesn't matter what. We want them to become leaders. We want them to become successful. And we are applying that same mentality to the Native American community. And Sean is our conduit and he's our he's a program director of Medicine Wheel Society. And I mean it's it's great personally because one I have an, I have a very, very personal touch and relationship with Sean and Faye and also now with Medicine Wheel Society. The whole the big picture basically is just to help veterans. And I think we're doing a good job at it. Sure. We're um, we're fixing to kick it off. So, um, Sean. So let's talk about more of Medicine Wheel Society right now. So, what are some things that we that you see around the reservation here in Yakima, Washington, that we can address? And what do you think that what's something that we could basically fix? Like how should we go about fixing? Well, it? What do you of, think? I guess one of the main things is we're dealing with potential suicide, homicide, sexual assault. Alcoholism, drug abuse. When uh, let me let me put it this way, mm -hmm. you know, as veterans, you know, you're a veteran, I'm a veteran. You know, we got active duty guys. We've got we've got just people that are associated. Well, what's happening in the native community? We go back in the native community and we just take our role, whatever our role was when we left, and and that's what we need to address through the communities. A lot of people don't understand that. As Native Americans, we have roles on our reservation. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we're going back into a community. We're going back 100 years, right. 200 years, and saying, okay, what's your job now? Well, I'm a veteran. I need to guard my... If, if we ever get attacked, my job is to grab my rifle and get on the firing line. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our people that are our medicine men. We have our... our, our our, our leaders, our, you know, every, wide amount of opportunities. Everybody has their place. Yeah. No matter what, when you come back to the reservation, you know your, that part. What we're trying to do with Medicine Wheel Society is pull our natives in and say, hey, we, what else can we do? How can we help our community? Mm -hmm. And not only that, how can we help our community? Because 
I've been to the richest reservation and I've been to the poorest reservation in the United States. And guess what? There's nothing different. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we were brought up in poverty. We were brought up in, in historical, tra historical trauma. So now what we do now is we can be a positive mold for that and say, okay, hey, we can do this now. As Native people, we can be we can be that 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 leader that pulls us out of that, mm -hmm. that pulls us forward, and we pull these veterans because they already know the mission. Mm -hmm. It's instilled in their core. They already know whether it be four years, twenty years, thirty years. It's instilled in them. And one thing I know about veterans is, and any veteran, whether it be Native or whomever, is we have the drive to help people. We right. want to help people. We want to, we, and, and here's an oxymoron. We'll sit there and say, Hey, I'm all right. And I won't go to the doctor, yep. but we'll talk to another veteran and say, Hey, you need to go get help. So do you, do you, <laughs> do you think that that is a big, um, I don't want to, I don't, I don't say stigma, but Sam. do you think that's a big problem is like one veterans, a lot of veterans are stubborn already. And I don't say that in a bad way, and we're very prideful, and no, a lot of it, you know, we all should be. We served our country, and we, we did something that a lot of other people didn't, not in a bad way, but we should be, be proud of our service. But do you think that with that level of pride in the Native American community, is it more, do you, do you think it's in, a little bit more than the average well, American veteran? Or? No, absolutely. I mean, what, what happens is, you look at, a lot of people will look at a Native, and because we're stoic, they think we're... You know, like we're pissed off. Right. It's not. It's, it's we got to keep our guard up because we, we dealt. When you've been dealt a bad hand for generations, you know, and then you're like, okay, now I got to assimilate back into. It goes back to what Andrew Jackson and uh, General Carlisle did. You know, when they started the boarding schools, it's like, okay, if if we can't. If we can't kill them off, let's let's. Let's make them into the Western culture. Okay. Let, let's let's like, do that. Let's make them adapt to our society. Exactly. Okay. And what what we're learning here now that we're now we're getting stronger. We're like, okay, we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. We can actually look at. Now we can say, okay, we can step forward and move past this historical trauma, because no matter what you come back to, we always have our guard up because. When you've dealt with the government, you've dealt with boarding schools, uh, you, you, the Dawes Act, the Relocation Act, uh, Trail, Trail of Tears, you know, you, you talk about all that. I mean, this is like, you know, you look at uh, uh, Chief Joseph, you know, when, when they went up, when, when the Nibipu, Nespers, when they, when they headed up, they were almost to Canada. And so you think that, uh, personally, do, do you think that Medicine Wheel Society will, will really help make a significant impact onto the veteran community? Uh, well, I think it'll open the door for conversation to say, you know, okay, if you got a, you, you, you know, one thing I tell people is not only am I a Native American, okay, I've been a Native American foster parent. I, we owned uh, a home on trust land. We, we had a Native-owned business, and, and we are Native veterans. We've, we've hit the spectrum. So if I'm doing it, I can pave the way for anybody else to do it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's okay. It, it's okay. You know, you don't have to keep your guard up the whole time and you can, you know, any native that's listening, you can follow that model. It wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard either, right. but you, you've got to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. 
And I think that's what Medicine Wheel Society is going to do. It's going to open up that door to say, hey, we can have those, those, those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and you can blame everybody. Mm-hmm. However, if we're so proud, people, that we know that we can move forward. We can push forward. We can be above right. that level. So my, my question would be to the people is, you know, and, and veterans is the native veterans is okay. Let's let. So let's say right now that you have a native in your home or you're meeting a vet, a native uh, veteran for coffee or breakfast or something, um, and they're struggling, whether male or female, doesn't matter what, and they're struggling. Um, what's something, a piece of advice that you want to tell them? You know that's that's a that's a great great question. I think uh, when you're talking to a native, if you're a non-native and you're talking to a native. You know, I think number one is say, you know what, I understand mm-hmm. what you've been through. I understand what your people have been through. You know, let me help you. What about native to native? Native to native, it's like if I'm if I'm here, we can push forward, mm-hmm. and you can be here. Our people have been warriors since the dawn of time. So you've been a warrior your whole life. Even after you got out, you're a warrior still. So let's stay in the fight. Let's accomplish the mission. What is the mission? Whatever that mission is, <clears throat> what, whatever you're struggling with, hey, you're not alone because we're, we're all lost on this reservation. We're all lost on any reservation. And it's like, what can we do? What okay. can we do different? Okay, well, let's contact each other. Let's network. Let's talk to another guy another guy or gal that's going through whatever we're going through and uh, let's do it awesome all right sean well this is great um so for all those listening let's say sean marceau Faye marceau gold star family and now sean is a program director of medicine wheel society so for all of those listening who know to, who know of a native american veteran uh tune them in to gallant few right now and then medicine wheel society has already kicked off we're getting all the platforms uh, lined up ready to go so uh, if you have any questions, shoot Gallantview an email. You can uh, send it to me, Zach at, at Gallantview.org, or you can message us on any social media platform, uh, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. Um, check out our website, Gallantview.org. And like I said, we're here to help. And do you want to say anything else? No, Semper Fi. Yeah. All right. For all those listening, be brave, be bold, be gallant. Have a good night.